Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is a Taylor Swift podcast about her songs. From her debut album, to her ninth studio album, to her re-records, Taylor's version, and beyond. Each episode will go through an individual Taylor Swift song, include guest appearances from fellow Swifties, and touch on current Taylor news or Easter eggs. Jump then fall with lifelong Swifty Silver as she shakes it off, occasionally does something bad, and becomes even more enchanted with Blondie. Are you ready for it? Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. Obviously, we have so much Taylor news to discuss, hence the delayed release of today's episode. We will go into great detail in this week's version of Taylor, but for now... Today's episode is episode 23 of season two and the fearless Taylor's version era. Today's song is track number 24. That's when featuring Keith Urban, Taylor's version from the vault, which is the fourth of the vault songs. That's when was written by Taylor Swift, Brad Warren and Brett Warren. It was produced by Taylor and Jack Antonoff and released on the album on April 9th, 2021. This song was first written in 2006. It is about the aftermath of a broken relationship with a lover's introspecting on how to reunite with one another. Taylor is the role of the individual who stepped away due to needing space, and Keith is the role of the individual contemplating whether he should take her back. A solo demo was leaked in 2014 with notably different lyrics. This song is Taylor's second collaboration with Keith Urban. The first was the Tim McGraw 2012 single, Highway Don't Care. Taylor was also the opening act for Keith Urban's 2009 Escape Together World Tour. Keith Urban covered Lover in 2019 at the Washington State Fair shortly after the release of the song and the album. There is a lyric music video for That's When featuring Keith Urban TVFTV. It was released on April 9th, 2021, and it features a foggy rural landscape as the lyrics fade in and out on the screen. Finally, That's When is a part of the From the Vault chapter. Let's get into the lyric breakdown for That's When, featuring Keith Urban, Taylor's version from The Vault. The introduction is a country, pop, simple ballad melody. Verse 1 is what I am titling Taylor's verse. This song, as we already teased, talks about the aftermath of a relationship. So this is Taylor's interpretation of the events and where she is at now. You said, I know. They both knew, Taylor and Keith, or the roles that they are representing in this scenario, they both knew it was over before it was spoken of. When I said, I need some time, need some space to think about all of this, I wrote in my notes, it sounds like he at least let her go with grace when she approached him with her point of view. It is, however, juxtaposition by My Tears Ricochet when Taylor writes that she did not go with Grace, whereas in this case, her previous lover 
did let her go when she verbalized the space that she required. You watched me go. However, to completely contradict what I just said, on the flip side, he didn't fight for her slash them. He did just let her go. And we will have to use our imagination in this scenario. We don't know at what point in this relationship this conversation was had. Perhaps there was a lot of fighting for the relationship for her. And this was just the final conversation in a long line of conversations about the relationship. We will never know. But the little information that we do have in this song, it sounds like it was a mutual break in the relationship at the time that it came. And I knew my words were hard to hear and harder to ever take back. Now, my question about these lyrics is, were the words harsh or was it just stating the sad reality of the situation of the relationship ending or were things spoken in anger, things spoken that Taylor perhaps regrets? Again, it's very much left to the listener's interpretation. And I said, when can I come back? Taylor lingers on the I here and prolongs it vocally, making it a three-syllable note. And then we get our first chorus, and this is when Keith Urban joins Taylor on background vocals for this first chorus. And you said, that's when. We get our first title lyric here, and now we are hearing from Keith. Verse one, we heard from Taylor, and now we are hearing what Keith's response was when she posed the question, when can I come back? Keith said, that's when. When I wake up in the morning, <laughs> this chorus goes completely unhinged. And it basically, he is saying, whenever you want to come back, he is naming almost an all encompassing scenario here in these next few lyrics in the chorus about when he will take Taylor back. That's when, when it's sunny or storming, laughing, when I'm crying. Those last few lyrics, they remind me a bit of Paper Rings. The lyric in the bridge, I want your complications too. I want your dreary Mondays. It's kind of like, I will take you however it is, however you are. And that's when I'll be waiting at the front gate. Somebody compared this moment to the Speak Now song. And I don't disagree. I see where they were going with that tangent. That's when, when I see your face, I'll let you in. And baby, that's when. Taylor does a couple of mm-mms vocalizing, and then we get verse two. This is Keith's verse. This is his interpretation of the events. I said, I know. So it starts the same way, other than the different pronoun here. When you said, I did you wrong, made mistakes, these are the words that are perhaps were hard to take back that Taylor referenced in verse one and put you through all of this, through all of this, when you are the one on the receiving end of being told that your partner needs space, it is a difficult scenario to navigate. You feel so lost as to how to proceed. And perhaps that's why he let her go because he didn't know what to do. 
he didn't know how to be respectful and yet still fight in the relationship. It's such a complicated layer scenario that I understand why she is apologizing or at least owning up to the rigmarole that she put him through. Then through the phone came all your tears. It's so heartbreaking, the picture that Taylor is painting for us here. They both want to make it work, but they both are coming to the realization that it won't work out. And I said, leave those all in our past. He is trying to move forward, trying to salvage the remainder of what can be saved. And you said, when can I come back? The verses start and end the same way. Chorus two. The chorus is really interesting to me because at first glance, one thinks, oh, he is saying, I will take you back whenever. See all these examples of when you can come back. I am taking you back. Like, it's almost like you think it's a done deal at this point. But I really, truly don't think that's the meaning of this song. If you think about the fearless fairy tale overarching theme, that context suggests it is a fairy tale notion. This relationship that they're fighting for, it is unrealistic in this moment in time. This relationship won't last. It won't happen. And that's almost the context through which I am hearing these lyrics and viewing this song. We go on. The lyrics are the same as chorus one, except for the first line. And I said, that's when, because in this scenario, it's Taylor that is saying the chorus lyrics as opposed to Keith. After chorus two, we get a musical interlude, which leads into the bridge. And you said, honestly, when you were gone, did you ever think of me? The bridge changes the question, the question of when can I come back? She is no longer asking to be taken back after the bridge. She realizes what we already discussed, that it isn't going to happen, but he has to know about where her head was during all of this. This is kind of where she has arrived after the space that she took from the relationship. It's a whole other lens through which these lyrics are being sung now. It's a completely secondary meaning now. So with that in mind, we go into the third and final chorus. And I said, that's when Taylor is saying this chorus. When I woke up in the morning... We get a lot of past tense in this final chorus. That's when it was sunny or storming. Taylor uses it was versus when it's another past tense. Laughing when I was crying past tense. And that's when you were waiting at the front gate. She is relaying a past experience now. This is post space, post breakup, post not going back or being taken back. That's when, when I saw your face, another past tense, you let me in and baby, that's when. This final phrase solidifies to me that they do not get back together. We go into the outro, which parts of it are repeating the chorus 
but it is very different. It's a little chaotic. It's a little new. It's a little startling. And I think this is symbolizing the removal of each other from their lives and the starting anew. That's when, when I wake up in the morning, yeah, that's when, when it's sunny or storming, when I'm laughing, when I'm crying, that's when I'll be waiting at the front gate. That's when, when I see your face, that when I miss you, that's when I want you, that's when I love you, that's when. Taylor uses the phrase, I love you, to end the song. As I said, very startling. It comes out of nowhere almost, but yet this is what she has been saying the entire song. It's more vague earlier on, but she lays it all out. And then I just have this picture of her leaving it at the front gate and walking away. So what does this song mean to me? This is the moment that it is over. There is still fondness. Think of happiness from Evermore. It's not all bad, but it is over. Plus, I love how it leaves the entire situation and the details open to interpretation. And that's what, that's when, featuring Keith Urban, Taylor's version from The Vault means to me. Let's talk Taylor's trends. This is the part of A Swifty Snapshot where we highlight different trends that Taylor uses in her lyrics. We have six potential trends to choose from. We have the weather trend, the colors trend, the calendar trend, the time of day trend, the style trend, and our newest trend, the transport trend. Let's see what trends she uses in this song. We only have two Taylor's trends this song. First category, the time of day trend. Lyric, when I wake up in the morning. Total of one time of day trend. Second category, the weather trend. Lyric, when it's sunny or storming. Total of one weather trend, bringing us to a total of two Taylor's trends. This week's version of Taylor. Now that it's summer 2022 and schedules don't exist, this segment will function a tad differently. Every episode will still cover recent Taylor news. It just might not be on a week-to-week schedule as has been the custom. I expect to resume that regular schedule come fall 2022, but for now, let's see what Taylor's been up to recently. Taylor news. Oh my goodness. What a week. (laughs) So as I mentioned in the introduction, I delayed this episode in order to talk about the crazy events of last night, August 28th. So let's set the scene. All Too Well, the 10 minute version, Taylor's version from The Vault was nominated for five VMAs. It was nominated for Video of the Year, Best Direction, Best Long Form Video, Best Cinematography and Best Editing. Taylor Nation then began hosting daily power hour voting periods for us fans. We had no confirmation at this time that Taylor would be attending the VMAs. We were just voting due to our love of her and all too well. Then four days ago, Taylor was spotted. Next, a bunch of things happened yesterday, which was August 28th for me. To suggest to fans that Taylor might be either making an appearance or doing something at the VMAs. First, the Look What You Made Me Do audio was removed from TikTok. 
Second, it was the five-year anniversary of Reputation, making it eligible for Taylor to re-record. Third, Walmarts across the U.S. were reported playing Taylor Swift. Then, Oscar de la Renta posted an Instagram reel of a close-up of a jeweled dress on a mannequin with the Taylor Swift mirrorball lyrics as the caption, shining just for you tonight. So naturally, all of us began paying really close attention to the VMAs and trying to suss out what was going on. Then, lo and behold, Taylor walked the red carpet at the VMAs wearing the said Oscar de la Renta dress and at the same time posted a TikTok with a transition from the outfit that she was spotted wearing four days ago into the VMAs dress alongside of Dylan O'Brien and Rena Yang using the Pink Venom by Blackpink Audio. What a reveal. She looked absolutely stunning in this dress. And the comparison of her 2009 VMAs dress to this level up were not missed on us. There was plenty of footage of Taylor dancing and singing in the audience, along with the performances at the VMAs. First, she won Best Long Form Video and made an acceptance speech. Then she kind of disappeared from our screens for a while. They didn't show her for the second half of the VMAs. She did win Best Direction next, but there was no acceptance speech for this category. Then at the end of the award show, the penultimate moment of the night, Taylor won Video of the Year for All Too Well, 10-minute version, the short film, and went up to the microphone to give her second acceptance speech of the night. At the end of the speech, Taylor announced, I had sort of made up my mind that if you were going to be this generous and give us this, I thought it might be a fun moment to tell you that my brand new album comes out October 21st. I'm still getting teared up saying this. <laughs> she finished her speech by saying, and I will tell you more at midnight. Well, we all went crazy. I know I was amongst the many of you that reacted this way. I was crying. I couldn't think straight. The internet was freaking out. This was at approximately 1120 p.m. that Taylor made this announcement. So we had less than an hour to wait for more details. The Taylor store changed into a clock countdown. Taylor Nation started the hashtag meet me at midnight. Taylor's changed her bio on her socials to say the same. Her Spotify canvases changed to reveal midnight and night lyrics from other songs with the countdown clock. Then at midnight, we got the reveal. Taylor Swift's 10th album titled Midnight's with 13 tracks will be released on October 20. First, wow. <laughs> Taylor released two pictures on her socials. The first is the assumed cover of the album. It is her with blue eyeshadow holding a lighter. There is a side A and a side B to the album. And all we got for the titles of the songs were the track numbers, track one, track two, etc., up to track 13. Then we got a presumed back of the album picture 
with a statement written on the picture. We lie awake in love and in fear, in turmoil and in tears. We stare at walls and drink until they speak back. We twist in our self-made cages and pray that we aren't right this minute about to make some fateful life-altering mistake. This is a collection of music written in the middle of the night, a journey through terrors and sweet dreams, the floors we pace and the demons we face. For all of us who have tossed and turned and decided to keep the lanterns lit and go searching, hoping that just maybe when the clock strikes 12, we'll meet ourselves. Midnights, the story of, I'm like crying, <laughs> Midnights, the stories of 13 sleepless nights scattered throughout my life will be out October 21st. Meet me at midnight. Whew, I need a moment almost. The picture that this was written over is of her sitting in an armchair holding a black corded phone with a table with assortment of items behind her. Her head is in her hands. She changed her bio again last night at midnight to read October 21st, midnight sharp. She posted an Instagram story of the clock changing from 11.59 to 12 o'clock. She released four items on her store, a vinyl, a CD, a cassette, and a digital download. What a night. <laughs> she then went on to attend the VMA's after party in a beautiful royal blue spaghetti strap mini dress with silver stars and rhinestone details with a fur white coat and silver platform heels. I don't know what else to say. I have been in a state of shock since all of this went down. I filmed myself reacting to the news and I look like quite the mess because honestly, I wasn't sure if anything was going to go down. So I was not adequately prepared to be filmed. But oh my goodness, in less than two months, we will have Taylor Swift 10. Ugh. We do have more Taylor news that I have to report on, but everything seems pale in comparison. But let's go on. An author is suing Taylor for the copyright of Lover, claiming that Taylor copied the concept. So ridiculous. Trademark applications were approved for Reputation Taylor's version, 1989 Taylor's version, and Taylor Swift Taylor's version. The University of Texas released a Taylor Swift course. It is an introduction to literary studies using her discography and songwriting. Taylor was named one of the legends who performed at Wembley Stadium. A new old photo surfaced of Taylor in the Fearless era. The Shake It Off trial has been postponed until January 2023. The director of the Twilight film revealed that he turned down a Taylor Swift cameo. How silly. And finally, signed Fearless Taylor's version CDs were sent to select Barnes and Nobles in the U.S. That's all for this week's version of Taylor and what a week it has been. Next week, we will cover Don't You, Taylor's version from The Vault. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on all the platforms so you don't miss any content or episodes. And on that note, come back, be there. <laughs>